0: Welcome to the New City Church podcast. And welcome today to episode number 15 of Ask Pastor Joel. Each week we take questions concerning the previous week's sermon from New City Church or just a burning biblical question that's weighing on someone's heart. And across the table from me, I have Pastor Joel. Hey Austin. Hey, how's it how's your week going? It's going
1: good. It's uh still going, going, going. It's going,
0: man. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, it's good. God's Pretty, good. That's good. That's good. That's Glad good. to be here.
0: Yeah, it's good to see you today. Okay, so our question today comes from Diana, and her question is, or question questions, um, can you explain the rewards for praying in the closet that Jesus talked about? And what if you pray for someone else and do not boast about it? Will we be rewarded for that also? And this comes off the heels of uh, your sermon in Matthew 6. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it because this is a great, reason for
1: having these uh, question podcasts is especially for the local church. So thanks for asking this, Diana, and keeping it in context. And uh, for everybody else asking crazy questions, we love those too, but uh, <laughs> this is good because it helps us go a little deeper. Uh, hopefully this helps. Uh, so I'm going to read the text in Matthew that that uh, the sermon was based off of and that got Diana and all of us thinking through this. Um, so Matthew chapter 6 and it's we're going to look at verse 5. It says, When you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogue and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room or into your closet and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. So, first of all, I think that motives are what's driving this teaching of Christ. It's important to remember that. I'm going to get into rewards in just a second, but I think the context of Christ's teaching here in the Sermon on the Mount is motives for your prayer. One reason why it's good to go into the closet to pray is because it helps you against those sinful, boastful motives of letting other people see you and then losing the reward or getting the very temporary and brief reward of others seeing you and then praising you for your massive spiritual uh, you know, accolades. So again, I, think so. I do think that simplifies it. Is When we think about the context, it's about motives. What, what are the rewards that Jesus is talking about? That gets at the heart of the question. Can you explain the rewards for praying in the closet? Uh, so I thought I'd just explain it as, as this. I do believe that those rewards include things that happen here, Now and then, also later, when we're in the presence of God, when we're in uh, His presence, the answered prayer is one example of the reward. I believe that there's no reason to not connect God's desire to answer prayer that is prayed according to His will is is biblical. Praying according to His will is biblical, and it's clearly not His will to pray boastfully or to pray for something so that you might be seen by others. Jesus says you will, receive, you will not receive your reward from your Father, but you will have already received your reward. So answered prayer is one aspect of that reward. I think there can be a, a level of confidence and something that we learn by humbly praying, not necessarily in a closet, but in the, the point is in a place that's not seen by others where you are recognizing that prayer is between you and God. So uh, prayer is one, one aspect. Also, the assurance of of the Father and His love for you is in itself a reward. Picture a life committed to prayer. And we can all learn from this. As I even let these words come out of my mouth, it's convicting. It's always convicting to talk about prayer. Think about a life committed to prayer where you don't care about anyone else seeing you, but you truly believe in the, in the love of the Father, the presence of the Father, through your relationship with Jesus. That itself is a reward. By being in that place where only God sees you, you are being rewarded. God will reward you in that present moment. Also, the knowledge of His grace is a reward. That's a present reward. And then there's also the later things. I do believe that Jesus would be referring to... uh, both and the the reward that comes now, and then also reward that comes later, because we know Scripture talks about that. So this is everything from the crowns that we will receive, the rewards of our service to Him on Judgment Day. The Bible makes that very clear that we are living for a reward. Some of those rewards, I think, in a without having really the words to explain it, there's I think there's going to be tangible reward that we see that we experience in the New Jerusalem, in that final state. In the presence of God, after we are resurrected and we receive our, our new bodies and we are in His presence, we're going to be rewarded. That's amazing. Scripture connects, connects those rewards with what we do on this earth. And Jesus is giving us a very clear uh, example of something that affects how much we are rewarded or not. So we should pay attention to this. Um, another thing to take into account is i think this is a case by case basis maybe this answers something that you didn't necessarily ask diana but if you have lived a life of faithfulness to god and then all of a sudden you pray in a way that's boastful i don't think this means you've just suddenly failed and you've lost all of your rewards <laughs> like you're suddenly going to get to heaven and there's nothing for you like you li- you have christ you have a relationship with him, and you're in his presence, but in terms of in terms of the reward that he speaks of, I don't think that's what he's talking about. I do believe he's he's talking about that instant, that moment. Because remember, this is a teaching for his disciples to not be like the Pharisees. Um, so I think that's helpful that you are using, like Paul talks about the the building materials that we use that we have by our actions and by our motives and what we do for Christ, we're choosing which building materials to use, those that are heavenly or those that are temporary. And so if, if you choose at times to pray in a boastful way, uh, well, you need to repent of that. But according to Christ, I think that does mean that, we lost that we've lost that reward. Uh, we've lost the reward of what's happening in the present and also in the future. Um, but I don't think he wipes out every bit of the reward at that moment. That's just where I stand on that. Rewards are from the Father. Um, that's important to understand. They are from the Father, and, and they are for those of us who trust in the Father. James one seventeen says it perfectly. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, in whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So, as you think about this topic, remember that rewards come from God. The second part of this question, what if we pray for somebody else and we don't boast about it? I think we can just wrap it all into that same category. One, praying for somebody else is usually intercessory or a supplication. It's not a private prayer. You can't pray for somebody else in your closet. Mm, it'd be a little weird. Like, hey, come on over to my closet. I'm going to pray for you. No, <laughs> it's not the same category of prayer. Remember, these were prayers that the Pharisees should have been praying privately, but were praying openly. This question about interceding, or say you lay, lay your hands on a brother or sister and you pray for them. Well, let's say you pray for them in a boastful way. I think it's, it's similar. But, but I don't think you're gonna affect, um, you don't have the power to affect the other person. God is still, I believe, gonna be merciful, gracious. He's good to his children. Um, but if your motives are wrong, then your motives are wrong and you need to check your heart in that. Um, So as far as when you're praying for other people, um, yeah, you should still keep some of the similar principles in mind. Finally, I want to say this. It's not ultimately about the reward. Don't so much think about rewards every time you're praying. It is about the glory of God. That's the point Of all that Jesus is teaching in this section on prayer, fasting, worship, obedience, giving, it's for the glory of God. And the Pharisees were stealing, robbing from God's glory, and therefore they did not have reward and they were walking outside of the will of God. If all that we do is for the glory of God, we can trust that there is reward for us. There's always reward for living to his glory, no matter what the situation is, whether you're praying for someone else whether you're praying in your closet, whether you're giving to somebody, if you're doing it for God's glory and your motive is Him and the glory and the praise of Jesus and not for your own self-praise and self-worth and exaltation, then, then you can be confident that you are walking within those bounds, in, within those confines where there is reward for you on that day when Jesus issues the rewards for us. Even knowing that this whole reward system is within the nature of God as we sit here, Austin, like, we should be able to sit here, mention the fact that God's going to reward sinners like us, and I, and I mean that. Maybe that's a question that will come later. That's a very hot topic these days. Are Christians still sinners? <laughs> it seems really obvious to me. Um, but knowing who we are, our sinful nature still rears its ugly head, and though we know we have the righteousness of Christ imputed to us, I, I don't deserve Him and he has rewards for me, that is a reward in and of itself. Knowing that our Father has worked this into his system of our redemption, and it's in his nature to give good gifts to his children, that's an amazing reward. That motivates not self-glorification, but God-glorification. So hopefully, hopefully that helps. I mean, these things are, um, you can only cover so much in a sermon. So thanks again for asking the question, Diana. Um, I hope that explains the, the rewards. Um, don't live for the, necessarily for the reward itself greater than you would live for the rewarder. Um, that would be an idolatrous thing. And yeah, pray for someone, but don't do it boastfully pray for others in a way that's humble and, uh, seeking to give glory to God in your prayers for other people as well. So that's it. Hopefully it, uh, clears things up and even just helps you a little bit in your study.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Another, another good question. Um, great having, yeah, like Joel said, having a follow-up to, uh, our recent sermon. That was, that was good. Thank you, Diana. Um, Hope you all were blessed by by that question uh, maybe cleared some stuff up uh, as far as prayer goes um, if a listener if you're listening to this and you and you know you have a question about maybe, maybe even like a, a further question on prayer um, or that question that uh Joel brought up about, about uh, are Christian sinners yeah I mean are, are hey. we still sinners or are we saints and yeah yep if you if that's your question um, and you would want that answered. Uh, you can text that question to 207-790-1955 and we will answer your question in future episodes. Um, and we hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we'd love for you to continue to check out episodes like these, whether it be this Ask Pastor Joel segment or even our weekly uh, sermon segment as we uh, right now we are going through Matthew, going through the Sermon on the Mount. Um, You can check these out. You can stay connected by hitting the follow or subscribe button at the top of our page. And please also make sure to give us a review as it helps us out a lot with getting our christ Center content out on these platforms. So that's all we have for today. We hope you have a blessed day and a blessed week. and We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the New City Church Podcast. For more content from New City Church, check us out on any of the major podcasting platforms. Or if you want to find our gathering times, location, or any other information about New City, check out our website at www.bathnewcity.church. We hope to have you join us next episode.